Welcome to Hey Girl Hey. I'm Kendra. I'm Ashley. And welcome to episode two. Episode two. Episode two. It's been a minute, but only because of the snow. We apologize for our accents. Um, The snow really had us off schedule. Yeah. The snow and, you know, we, we separately was working on individual projects. Like, you was working on your book. Right. Getting that out. And your Valentine's Day catering events. So, yeah. yeah. We've been busy, but we did want to come back and, you know, revamp and work on episode two. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you haven't already, go check out our first episode. Um, we talked about purpose. Yes. The journey to finding your purpose. Yes. Um, what that journey looks like. Some of the, you know, roadblocks or struggles that you, well, that you may encounter and that we have encountered on our journey. Right. To finding purpose. So right. Check that out when you get a chance. Yeah. And it's definitely our purpose is for you to be able to relate in some kind of way with our journey. Um, it might not be identical to what you've gone through, but for you to be able to find some type of similarities and what we've been through to be like, hey, I've been through that too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we want to be those homegirls, those friends that, you yes. know, you can listen yes. to and relate to and feel like wherever you are, you know, in your journey or in your life, you know, you don't feel like you're alone. Yes. This is to be a sister circle. Come on, sister circle. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode two. Episode EP two. EP two. What are we talking about, Ash? We are talking about healing. And, you know, when you hear the word healing, it's such a uh, different layers to the word healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we feel that it's very imperative uh, to visit that subject. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially as African-American females, um, we can take in a lot. Mm-hmm. And are we actually taking a moment to pause that and actually heal from the things that might have affected us mm-hmm. and I think too sometimes you can heal from things that you didn't even know had that big of an impact on you right like that you didn't even know affected you to the point that you needed healing to heal from right it. or until you get into another situation and that thing resurfaces mm-hmm. that you're like wait a minute like that thing hit me like that I didn't even right. know that it affected me mm-hmm. that in this you know, vital. I know, um, like past relationships mm-hmm. can affect you, and you take that same hurt into your new relationship, and mm-hmm. they looking like, wait, wait a minute, I ain't do nothing to you. Like, right. what's going on? <laughs> right. I and I think too. I know. Um, I don't know if this was recently. I think it may have been a, a few months ago. I think it was a video that I was watching on Facebook, mm-hmm. and the woman had said that God will send you the same person in different bodies. Until you learn the lesson that he's trying to teach you. It's a cycle until, Mm -hmm. yeah. Until you, you know, learn the lesson, heal from it. And I think with healing also comes learning. Yes. Like you heal from the situation and then you learn whatever the lesson was. Right. That's very important. Mm -hmm. For you to be able to, I think once you learn it, then you're able to identify it. Uh So when those same situations come up, you can can put your finger on it and say, I've been here before. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, from this situation. 
And I think regardless, when you heal from it, those same things, that doesn't mean that they stop coming your way. Right. It's just our job to be able to identify and maneuver around Mm -hmm. those obstacles or those things that's trying to resurface. Because I think that regardless of whatever level you are, each level has its own issues. And the issues itself doesn't change. It's the, uh, I don't know, our perspective or how we view things. So something, you know, when I was younger might have affected me differently. Mm -hmm. And that same thing, I come back and now it affects me in a different manner because now I'm mature, I'm an adult, but it still right. affects me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I think as you get older, like you said, you learn to maneuver through. Not You learn to, like you said, number one, identify yeah. what the the situation is that, you know, quote unquote, triggers you or that, you know, hurts you or affected you in any type of way. Right. And hopefully be able to, you know, go through it in a different way that leads you to healing. Right. Because sometimes something can affect you. You'll go through it and then you'll just be like, all right, whatever. It happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. You either suppress it or let it go or, you know, unconsciously or subconsciously hold on to it. Right. Without even knowing it. Right. I think a lot of times that's what women do. Like, we hold on to stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have so much going on that we package other stuff on top of it. Mm-hmm. Family, you know, work, whatever. We package all of that on top. And then all of a sudden we blow up. Mm-hmm. And that comes out. Yeah. You know, I know it's been times where, you know, me and Keith might have a spat. And, you know, we're arguing. All this other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. is submerging how I really feel. And so during the argument, those things... Well, it's really down inside of me. Really comes out. He's like, wait a minute now. Where did it come from? <laughs> that ain't what we was arguing right. about. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? And, you know, you got to really be able to, during those times, even though, you know, it comes out, being able to identify it and mm-hmm. be like, wait a minute, where did that come from? Why I say yeah. that? Yeah. I know for me, one of the most significant things in my life that happened to me that I identified um, healing or that I needed that I really identified that I needed to heal from was when I had my miscarriages Okay, in 2000, what was that? 2019. Yeah. And every time, and me and you had this conversation like okay. around, <laughs> what was that we about? had this conversation where around that same time of year yes. when it happened, yes. I just got like yes. this depression really like just came over me and I just was like yo what is wrong with me like I'm not feeling like myself I'm not yeah you know I'm I'm angry I'm short-tempered I'm irritated like this ain't me like what's going on and it really took me a second to like really step away you know what I mean and really dig deep and be like okay what's going on and it took and honestly it wasn't glaring for me yeah it really wasn't like it took me a minute to be like yo this is a this is the time that you had your miscarriage three years ago like this is why you're feeling like this and and i think with certain things you heal from them but of course you don't ever forget the hurt forget the hurt yeah and i think that's kind of where it gets um i think that's kind of where it can get tricky Right. You know what I mean? Like it can get it can you it can get difficult in terms of your emotions and in, ter- in terms of your feelings. Yeah. 
Um, I definitely think that <clears throat> the more that you attempt to heal it, the more that you do that self-care. Because yeah. for me, that was a big part of my healing was self-care. Was self-care. Yeah. Um, and of course, prayer and talking to God and, yeah. you know, asking him to, you know, remove that hurt. Yeah. Because I was mad for like a very long time. Yeah. Like a lot of it was anger. Yeah. Like I was really, really mad. And it just was something that I just didn't understand why it happened to me. Right, right. And so I think when you take that time to have that self-care and just to really dig deep within yourself and have that self-awareness, right. you can make those steps towards yeah. healing. Yeah. I think sometimes it can become difficult when... Um, and it's not the same thing, but I remember going through my ectopic pregnancy and mm-hmm. feeling like, but I wanted this baby. Like, right. how did this, you know, how is this taken away from me? Mm-hmm. And that sense of all of a sudden you become ownership of what it is. So the moment that I knew that I was pregnant, I became, I became the owner of this baby. Right. So going through the steps of. Saying, but I didn't do anything wrong. Right. It's easy to be able to point the blame itself or somebody mm-hmm. else. But when there's nobody to blame, that healing process can be a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. because there's no one to point the blame. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it is a lot of self mm-hmm. um self-care because I can't say, Oh, he did it wrong or she did it, so I ain't even gonna talk to her no more. Right. It's, yeah. You know, I had no control. I, this is out of my control. Mm-hmm. So how do I heal from something that's out of my yeah. control? You yeah. know what I mean? Something that I didn't call. Something that right. I didn't know was going to happen. Right. Like, how do I heal from that? Right. And I think it's just, I think it's just for me, like, the biggest thing was, like, giving myself grace. Yes. Number one. Yes. Number two, like you said, understanding that it wasn't my fault. Right. I didn't do, you know, anything to cause it. Right. Um, and then really like I had to really love on myself right? because I think now looking back, I think I was, and I'll be transparent and say that I was upset with God for a while about that. Um, but I was mad at myself too, but I didn't understand the anger towards myself. Right. You were just angry. Yes. Yes. I think I was just angry. And like you said, because I didn't have anybody that I could specifically be like, this is your fault. You did this. Right. I think I turned that on myself. And I think during any healing journey, I think that it's safe to not point the finger at anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because then it's, I don't know, and this is just my perspective, I don't know if it's healing if I then project all of my anger towards you mm-hmm. and not heal from the actual incident or, right. you know what I mean, what has happened. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm just transferring seats mm-hmm. of where I'm going to project my anger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I guess this is a touchy subject, but I remember, and I, and I talked to you about it before, like, being young and, you know going out or going to the clubs and mm-hmm. um under the influence and there was a time period where I was taking advantage of mm-hmm. you know what I mean my um awareness right and I really honestly like submerged it like that didn't happen mm-hmm. and it wasn't until a time that me and Keith was actually um having a conversation that I broke down and was like crying yeah 
and I realized, yo, that affected me. Like, mm-hmm. even though I try to, like, shut it out, like, no, that didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was my fault. Maybe, you know, I gave them permission, whatever the case might be. Right. I didn't, I didn't take time from that for, to heal mm-hmm. from a, you know, from a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just kind of just took it for what it was. And it wasn't until I hit 30. To be like, yo, that was messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, and actually go back and revisit, like, that healing of, actually, that was not your fault. Right. Actually, no, you did not give anyone permission, X, Y, and Z. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think, too, for as women, I think a lot of times, for whatever reason, things affect us, but we try to talk ourselves out of that it didn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. this happened. We felt some type of way about it. But... I don't know if it's the nurturing part of us. I don't know if it's the... I don't know what it is about women. And I'm speaking for myself where things happen, they affect us, and we, for whatever reason, try to act like it didn't. Because I think that we have the weight of the world on us. Already. Already. That we don't have time. This is for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't have time to break down right now. Mm -hmm. I got these kids. I got my husband. I got this going on. I don't have time to... Yeah. To deal with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, it has been times and moments in my life where I have told God, I don't got time for this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do not have time for it Because yes. when you're at that vulnerable place, it takes control over everything. It really do. it, it, I don't feel like cooking. I yes. don't feel like watching these kids. I don't feel like being a wife. Mm-hmm. That's being transparent. That's how a woman feels yeah. in different places. It debilitates you. Yes. Yeah. And so I have to tell myself, like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this right now. Yeah. Like, come out at me later. Like, this ain't yeah. the time. <laughs> but I think, I think we need to, I think we need to say that it's okay for you to not be okay. It is okay. Yes. Like, it's okay yes. for you to say this happened to me, and it affected me. Right. And I'm not okay. Yeah. I remember a time me praying and saying to God, like. I know that this is your will, but your will is breaking my heart. Oh, like, that's sad. For real. That's, that's real. Like, that yes. was part of, like, my healing. That yes. was part of, you know, the self-awareness and me saying, like, I'm not okay right now. Right. And I know that, you know, I trust you. I trust your will. Yes. I trust the plans that you have for me. I know that it's not to harm me. But right now, like, right. this is... Ooh, Jesus. Yeah, it does become, <laughs> it does become difficult. It yes. Does. And especially because we don't know the end. We don't know where the finish line is. Yes. So you're, we are trusting God on this journey, on this walk, and we don't even know what the next step is uh-huh. or what this looks like. Uh-huh. And when it becomes, you know, when we're taking this journey and all of a sudden we end up in the desert and I don't see no... <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no light. Like, I don't see nothing but right. me. <laughs> I know the Bible say not to sit here and die, but Lord Jesus, I'm not understanding what, what you doing here. Like, oh, I don't see what's going on. I don't see it. I don't see the plans, Jesus. Right. right. God, that thing, that thing is real. Like, Ooh, yeah. But it has been times too where I have been in a funk and I've and I can't seem to shake it. And I have told Keith, like, I'm going to go talk to somebody. This, like, this ain't mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm going to set me up an appointment. We're going to, I'm going to have to figure this out. Because it, it can overwhelm you. Yes, absolutely. And I remember 
a time period where I did that and I'm calling everybody like, can I get an appointment? Can I get an And everybody's like, no, we're not taking any more appointments. Uh-huh. And that itself was like, well, dang, I'm over here back <laughs> to lose my mind. Right. I'm trying to get me, help. And y'all telling me, y'all can't talk to me? I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> Once I, if I call you, if I'm actually making the calls to say I need help, yeah, that means I need help now. Right, like, this somebody need to call me back immediately. Right. Like this ain't nah. Right. Don't put a pin in me. Like no. I don't get down. Like when I come back to this. No. <laughs> and there has also been times where I would say I have called people and maybe didn't get a response immediately, mm-hmm. and so I push it to the back. Yep. And so it resurfaced until I actually went to go talk to someone because I kept pushing it back. Well, they're busy. I'll call back later. I'll be okay. I'm fine. It's like, fine. I didn't really need to talk to nobody no way. Right. Like, I'm okay. And I and I want to say, too, like, I think that as women, like, mental health is so important. It is very it's important. It's so, 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 so important because, as you said, like, we wear the weight of a, the world on our shoulders. Like, we, we workers. We're wives. Right. We're mothers. You know, we're business owners. Right. And, you know, we volunteer. We take on all of these things and wear all of these hats and you cannot take on that amount of you know things like you can't have that amount of responsibilities and at some point it not weigh you down right so you know whatever it is you need to do for your mental health to be in a positive state do that right if you need to go and go out to dinner and sit at the bar by yourself sis go do that right if you need to go have you a spa day go do that do it yes if you need to get you a hotel room the husband keep the kids you go get you a hotel room and just sit in there and watch movies all night go do that yes Yes. Like whatever I like I cannot stress that enough. Like it is so 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 important when you wear that many hats to have right. time for yourself, to right. create time for yourself because at sometime you're going to it's going to catch up to you. Right. Like you're going to be home sitting on your couch and all of a sudden that that depression is going to drop down on you and you're going to be like what is going on? What is right. happening with me? Right. Are you going to be Interchanging wrong hats, looking. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to be in there being the cook, and you over there wearing that uh, the worker hat. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't keep up with the amount of stuff that we have to do. And as black women, we are portrayed or we are seen as strong. Mm-hmm. And it all we can be delivering babies. We are to be strong, mm-hmm. and that perception of us. Mm-hmm. Like, interferes with us being able to be vulnerable. It absolutely does. Because everyone sees us as strong. I'm supposed to be strong, but yet I'm, like, Uh I'm tired. Yeah. I can't. There's nothing more that I have to give. Yeah. And especially, I know, with me having, like, four kids, it's a it gets to a point where I say, all right, I I don't have nothing else to give. Uh Like, I'm leaving. I'm going to ride around. I don't have anything else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have nothing for you. And that's okay. That's and that's my thing too. Like something that I and, and <laughs> ironically enough, this came from my husband. It is okay. Nobody can tell you how to feel. Right. You, however you feel about a situation, is how you feel, and that is okay. Right. So, like you said, if you say, "Look, 
I ain't got nothing else. Right. I'm spent for the day. Right. That's okay. Right. It's okay for you to feel that. If you come, if you wake up one day, you be like, you know what? Today I'm sad. Like, I just feel. <laughs> now, don't stay there. Right. Don't, don't stay in the sadness. Don't, you know. But it's okay for you to say I'm sad today. I'm not really feeling like myself today. Right. I feel tired today. Right. I don't feel, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay for you to feel however you want to feel. But be in a space where you can identify those feelings Mm -hmm. and then say, okay, I'm feeling like this. Like, what is it that I need to do to get back to myself? Right. I know it's times where if I feel like that, like I'll be like, I might go, you know, be there for a second and then tell myself, all right, Ash, it's time to get yourself to get light. Go take you a shower, go do your hair. Mm -hmm. Go watch a lifetime movie, do whatever, put on some R and B music, something that's going to, you know, put on your gospel, something that's going to get you out of this right. funk. You know what I mean? And it, go ahead. And I was just gonna say, and for the women, because sometimes I think that's what we can do, but depression is real. It is. Anxiety yes. is real. Yes. Um, you know, and there are some women. That yes. are not able to easily just wake up yes. and say, I'm going to go do this. Yes. So if you find yourself in that space, go talk to somebody. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Definitely go talk to somebody. And, yeah. you know. It is real. Yes. Very, very, very much so. Yeah. It is real. So definitely, like, go talk to somebody. Go, you know, therapy um, is a good thing. It is. I feel like in our community... Yeah. It's not really... Taboo. Yes. yes. It's, it's frowned upon, yeah. quote unquote, in the black community, but... Right. It's very important. Very much so. And it helps with the healing journey. Mm-hmm. It really does help. Just, you know... You know, there's different layers to depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if medication is needed, you know, right. do what is needed for you. Exactly. Um, I know for me, help, talking and just getting out of mm-hmm. the ins- out of my inside, like mm-hmm. out of my heart, um, is refreshing. Yeah. To say that I've released it, mm-hmm. that it hasn't weighed me down in my thoughts or in my heart. Yeah, I'm like that too. And I, and the thing is too, what I've noticed about myself is I am such a. Um, a person that's strong for everybody else, but I have a very hard time being strong for myself. Yeah. So for me too, I'm not always the person that's going to come and like spill my guts. I'm not always the person right. that's going to want to, you know, talk about everything and tell exactly my feelings. But I have found in, you know, my self care journey and right. getting older and, you know, learning myself is that that's helpful for me. Right. Even though it's not something that I always want to do. Right. And it's not something that I'm always comfortable with. It is helpful for me. Right. I know. I I remember talking to my therapist and she was saying, like, so who do you talk to? And I was Ooh. like, I mean, I was like, I talk to Ken every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, but are you telling her how you feel? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you might just need a time where you, like, designate, like, I'm talking to Kendra. And I'm just spilling it all out. Mm-hmm. Like, and Kendra doesn't need to say anything or ad-lib anything. You're just getting it out there. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, you know, that's right. Because if you don't have anyone that you're talking to, mm-hmm. then it can, you know, it just stays there. Or I found that writing, just writing it out. Like, yes. No rhyme and reason. Don't worry about grammar. You're just writing 
it could be words that you feel. Yeah. That I've done, like where I've just doodled mm-hmm. whatever comes in my mind. And once it's done, I tear it up and say, okay, it's out. Like, I got it out of me. That's a good, that's a good tactic. I like that. Being able to write everything out. Like, I definitely think that's a release. Yeah. One for me, too, is singing. Like, girl, some days I'll be in this house singing my life. <laughs> you can sing. But it's just for this. This my singing now is just for me. Like I be in here, girl, singing my heart out in this house. Like when I, you know, am going through or not feeling like myself. Like I will put my music on, and after I'm done, I feel better. Like I didn't had a whole concert, and then I feel, I feel like a release. So I think too that's important for women. Like you know, find you a release. You know, yes. somebody you can talk to, like Ashley said, write it out, sing it out, you mm-hmm. know, cry, cry it out. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need a good cry, girl. Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with a good a cry. A good, ugly cry. Yes. Don't Not running. Don't even look at me. That thing gonna scare you. Just cry. <laughs> Just cry. Not running. Everything, girl. Just get you a good cry, honey. Cry yes. that thing out. And driving helps me too. Like, with mm-hmm. no one in the car, just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking and driving. Like, yeah. that is my, like, my piece. Because mm-hmm. we have so many kids in the house yeah. that I need some type of place where it's quiet. Yeah. Where I can actually get my thoughts together and then go back in the house and feel refreshed. Um, so, that is definitely my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of those things are important. You yeah. know, healing... Is important. Healing is important. Very important. To be the best version of you. Yes. To get to that best version of you. Yeah. And it's not something that, you know, I don't I don't want anyone listening to think that, you know, we are saying that if you do these things, you automatically gonna be healed oh, no, or no, no, no. it's definitely a process. It's right. definitely a journey. Um, you know, it's not something that happens overnight and you know, you may have to, it, it may, your, uh, your story is your story. Your journey is your journey. So it's going to look different. Right. You know, right. if you talking to, to somebody, you know, calling your homegirl and be like, girl, let me tell you such and such. That may not work for you. That may not help you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You singing out loud may not help you. It may take you going <laughs> to talk to a therapist. Right. It may take you, you know what I'm saying? Your, your journey may look different, but I definitely think that if you a situation happened to you or something traumatic happened to you you know and it's affecting you I definitely encourage you to look for ways to heal from it yes definitely and I look at uh the whole process as like when things have affected us it's like um you being wrapped up in mummy like the Mm. the wrap Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and how many layers that's put on is the amount of healing that you have to unravel to get wow. to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely like it's not an easy journey. Mm-hmm. But if you're committed to getting back to self, mm-hmm. without wearing, you know, those, you know, all those layers, yeah, mm-hmm. then it's very it'll be beneficial. It'll that's be deep. very beneficial. Oh, thanks. I yeah. like that. Yeah, thanks. I like that. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys. So this was EP two. EP two. It was a little deep. We got a little. We got deep. We got deep. We got and I did deep. not even, you know, realize that I was gonna shit. Oh, I wasn't either. <laughs> but it's all all our business. All our business. <laughs> but that's a part of healing too. That is to be able to go back and um, 
reflect and help someone else. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think that we went through the things that we went through, you know, possibly for this platform, for us to be able to, you know, share that with other women and for them to be able to listen and relate to it. And, you know, maybe it'll help them start their healing journey or restart their healing journey or you know, where, wherever they are. So, yes. you know, we definitely hope that we've helped some, if we can help one person, right? One person listening. That's all. Yes. Yes. That's enough. Yes. 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 So you guys share, share, share. Yes. Like share Facebook page is coming soon. Yes. Instagram is coming soon. We promise to not wait this long again right. <laughs> to drop another episode yes we're gonna be more consistent um with our episodes with our content so y'all be out on the lookout for all of that we definitely appreciate everyone that went and listened to episode one purpose yes. again if you haven't go check it, go out. Check it out we're on spotify we're on anchor come um, on now yes <laughs> we're on spotify we're on anchor so go go check us out y'all yeah, that's EP2. EP2. So we're going to get up out of here. Remember that you are beautiful. Yes. You are amazing. Yes. You are loved. Yes. You are enough. Yes. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.